Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the first episode of the week, episode 38 of Sadie Spills the Tea. Happy Tuesday to everyone. Oh, boy, it feels like it has been um, quite the long weekend, even though it wasn't even a long weekend. It was just one of those days yesterday at work where you're just kind of in a fog, things are happening, you know. You know that saying that they say, like, um, you plan, God laughs, man plan, God laughs? I feel like that's kind of where I'm at right now. So much planning and so much non-execution, but that's okay, you know. Life happens, things go other ways. So that's where I'm at. Um, It is a insanely, outrageously hot week here, and I'm just drenched. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at in just a state. Looking for some positive vibes here. Got the music going. Got all the drinks flowing. You know what I mean? Trying to just manifest and generate some positive vibes for the rest of the week. So with that being said, honestly, quite a bit has gone down. So let's just dive right into um, our sports segment here because it feels like it has been so much. Um, over the weekend, we had quite a few events, um, starting with Conor McGregor in one of the fights. Um, he broke his leg, like not even actually fighting against, I'm going to butcher his name, I'm going to call him Dustin Por- Poirier, Poirier, something like that. Um, Conor v. Dustin on Saturday night, um, and Conor McGregor like broke his leg. I don't want to say broke his leg. It looked like his ankle almost. Of course, people can come after me for the details. Anyway, something on his lower half is broken. He got taken away in the stretcher. Um, and he's upset about the end results, I would say, but sometimes that happens and I could give no shits about fights. I think that's like where I draw the line. I don't really like to watch it, but I was at, um, an engagement party of whatever you want to call it. And someone goes, ah, fuck, Conor McGregor just broke his leg. And that was, you know, news heard around the world. So that's where we're at with that. Um, Also, we had game three of the NBA finals. um, And the Bucks actually took a game away from the Suns. So that was on Sunday night. Um, Tonight, nope, not tonight, tomorrow night on Wednesday, we have game four of um, Suns Bucks. It's again in Milwaukee and the Suns are up two to one. So the whole Suns and four thing, again, obviously isn't plausible because Bucks won game three. So the Suns are trying to take away two more um, again in Milwaukee tomorrow night. And then we're back in Phoenix, just trying to put that out there. Also in some basketball news, um, some of the Olympic games, pre-qualifiers, prelims, they had another uh, word for it that I'm butchering here, but Team USA lost last night in basketball to Australia. Um, of course, because the NBA finals are going on and the Olympics, you know, are kind of overlapping in the sense. So we have Devin and Giannis who are both supposed to be on the Olympic team. As soon as the finals are over, they're literally getting on a flight and flying straight to Tokyo, um, to be on the USA team, which is kind of iconic, but also like a little nerve wracking. And people are saying like, if Giannis and Devin, like don't get to Tokyo, does USA even have a chance at winning another, um, gold medal for USA? basketball? I don't know. To be continued. We also um, had the Euro Cup that went down on Sunday um, and Italy beat England, which is devastating to a lot of, you know, England fans. Everyone was saying it was coming home. It did. You know, they got real, real far, but Italy went ahead and took the uh, took the award for that. Um, also last night we had the home run derby. Yes. Again, I was supposed to be there, but life, life happens. Um, honestly, kind of glad I'm not there just because the heat and everyone was standing. Ham, let me know it's a full standing event. Not that I'm against standing. I just like, didn't have my mind wrapped around standing in, you know, the 98 degree heat to watch all these people hit the home run balls. And let me tell you, it felt like it drug on forever. Um, 
you know, just going to go ahead and admittedly say I was hopping between the Derby and the Bachelorette episode, tried to get best of both worlds in there. But Pete Alonzo won um, the Derby last night. He also won in 2019, so he fully is defending his title. Very fascinating to watch. Um, Them just, like, hit the balls watching Otani get so tired so quickly. Them having to do a little tap-out break. I don't know. It was really fascinating. I have a lot of respect for these guys that are just, like, hammering ball after ball. Um, And to be a little kid in the outfield or even in the stands to be able to catch one would be so great. So tonight we have the all-star game. Um, Although, I'm going to be honest, I don't really think there's, like, a huge importance in this all-star game strictly because – in the past, when they played these all-star games, right, the winner, either the National League or the American League, whoever won the game, the all-star game, um, it had home field advantage for the World Series. Now that's not the case anymore, so there's, like, really nothing, no incentive for this game. It's just, like, all the players um, just chilling in Denver, so that's exciting. Also, side note on the whole um, – Denver excursion of hosting the all-star weekend. Um, I want to say it was on Saturday evening that there was a maid working at the Maven hotel, which is literally just like a rock throw away from the baseball stadium. Um, a maid went into a room and was cleaning and found just like a shit ton of guns and weapons and explosive devices, um, that police are basically saying were predicted to blow up of some sort the all-star weekend. So they were picturing it, they're, you know, comparing it to like the Vegas, um, concert shooting. That was kind of the intention is what the police are saying for the all-star weekend. So just like, thank you so much. I literally will kiss the ground that that maid will walk on because she is saving lives. And I'm just, I'm a little wigged out about the whole thing. It's still like this pit in my stomach, Um, So Denver, stay safe out there for real. Okay, also in our sports news, um, Space Jam is coming out this Friday. Space Jam 2, of course, with LeBron in it. It's going to be actually out in theaters, but it's also coming to HBO Max on Friday. So if you have been anticipating this, I feel like we've been talking about it for so long. It's finally coming this Friday. Also, um, Kelly Slater's Ultimate Surfer Show, sponsored by my brother Joe, because he brought this to our attention, God, months ago, um, is actually finally coming to TV. So it's going to be on August 23rd. It premieres. I want to say it's on ABC. It's going to be on Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, And it's like a little drama reality show with some competition in there. Um, Obviously, I'm going to be fully engaged in it. It's everything I've ever wanted. But I think it's really exciting that they're just kind of going for a new reality drama show in a different realm, right? We don't really get reality sports shows ever um yes I guess that surfing is like a different type of sport but I'm just really excited for this so I want to put that out there August 23rd okay and then also um while we're just you know talking about the whole sports we're gonna segue into pop culture we got to talk about the fact that Drake went on a date um with a gal who he met at his son's soccer game um He basically ran out Dodger Stadium and an ABC helicopter was flying by the other day and looked down and was like, whoa, rented out? Who is that? Kind of zoomed in, saw it was Drake. They tweeted this picture, said like uh, the the chopper's pilot's name was Chris Chrisley, just coincidentally. And he literally was like flying back from wherever his, you know, run was to go park the helicopter. He saw Drake and this chick at Dodger Stadium, all rented out, took the pic, went on Twitter, you know, went viral. His comment was something, his tweet was literally something like, when you fly past Dodger Stadium and you see it's rented out with Drake, hashtag Drizzy, like hashtag 
ABC Chopper 7. Just a hilarious tweet in general. Um, but love to see that Drake is renting out Dodger Stadium. Apparently, it was like um, a trade-off type of thing. Drake gave a very generous gift to the Dodgers organization, and this was a trade-back of being able to have dinner um, on the field. Love to see it. A dream date, without a doubt, takes me immediately back to the fact when Kanye West proposed to Kim Kardashian at Giant Stadium when he rented it out and he proposed, the family ran down, such a magical moment, even though fuck the Giants, we love to see that. So love that for Drake. Okay, so segueing us into the pop culture realm here, basically, if you were not in Vegas this weekend, what the fuck were you doing with your life? I feel like that's just going to be a coincidental phrase for the rest of the summer. It's like the stars are all gathering in one place. And if you're not there, you're fucking out. Um, Everyone was in Vegas. Delilah opened, did a whole shebang at a hotel there. Justin Bieber performed. Dave Chappelle had some concerts. There was a lot. Miley Cyrus had a concert there. A lot, a lot, a lot of people in Vegas um, Justin Bieber, obviously, with Haley, Diplo, Kendall, Justine Sky, Tinks, my fave girl. Like, literally, if you weren't in Vegas this weekend, what were you doing? It looked epic. Um, everyone had, like, kind of their own thing going night. You know, Vegas one night only, but Justin Bieber played twice. It was, like, an acoustic vibe. Looked great. I'm absolutely jealous. The, I, the outfits were on par. Everything was on par. PJs flying in and out. Love to see it. Okay, so speaking of um, Justin Bieber, Scooter Braun, his manager that I coincidentally keep talking about, um, and his wife, Yale, are splitting. I was just talking about how gorgeous and fabulous she was, uh, I think maybe even last week. Um, they haven't officially confirmed that they're splitting, but it's all over the headlines. Every, every tabloid's picked it up. Um, they're splitting because there have been a shit ton of cheating allegations, specifically one with Erica Jane that really pisses me off. I'm just going to go ahead and clear the air. If you have questions on that, Erica literally straight up addressed it in a previous episode of Beverly Hills when Lisa Rinna confronts and was like, oh yeah, well like, didn't you hook up a Scooter Braun? And she was like laughing out loud. Like I literally haven't talked to that guy in like probably five or six years. Love that. So they're splitting up think she can do a lot better um coincidentally he just posted like an instagram on their anniversary that said something about um i love you thank you for everything that you've done if you haven't just given me the kids you've given me all these opportunities to learn and grow and be a partner and i just think it's so interesting that celebs always post like some sort of sappy message or like an anniversary a happy birthday whatever it looks like and then a few days later they get a divorce like coincidental obviously but like we're we're looking at you we're we're on to you so scooter what's the vibe i don't know Okay, um, what else is going on? Rihanna and ASAP Rocky were spotted filming a music video in the Bronx on Sunday. I posted a picture yesterday on my Instagram of them in all these colorful outfits. Love to see it. Um, We obviously haven't had new music from either of them, regardless if he's putting out an album and she's just going to be featured on it. I'm here for it. I hope for our sake that she's putting out the album and he'll be featured on it, but... I'm here for it. Um, I've seen multiple like ass of stylists to pull really colorful things for Rihanna. She, you know, made her, basically everyone knows that she's on her way to New York City. She's in the city now and she's, you know, getting clothes thrown at her left and right, which we love to see. Um, that picture of them like taken on the balcony just in the Bronx when they're, you know, smoking jays, living life. Love it, love it, love it. Very interested to see um, when this music video, A, comes out, B, who it's for. Maybe it's like a song collab. I don't know. Just like give the people what they want. They're teasing me and I'm feeling teased. I love it though. So love to see that. 
Also, um, Paris Hilton is coming out with a new cooking show, dot, dot, dot. Who the fuck knew that Paris Hilton liked to cook or she was domestic or had any skills at all? I didn't. That's no, no bash to Paris. It just was like, oh shit. Okay. Let's roll with it, P. Um, it's going to be on Netflix and it's coming August 4th. It's literally called Cooking with Paris. And of course it's going to have very simple recipes because, Paris is someone that probably needs to follow a very simple recipe. You know what I mean? Speaking of simple, let's go back to the simple life. Wish we could get that show back on air. Oh my God. But the fact that Netflix is, you know, picking up a show with her, I am curious. I have so many questions. Um, Again, the Hilton family just staying fucking relevant left and right, right? So who knows, but excited for Paris. Um, Also, just on a whole other TV show ramble here, The icons of Disney Plus have created Monsters at Work, um, which is obviously a spinoff of the whole Monsters, Inc. vibe. It's going to premiere, actually, it's probably already premiered on Disney Plus. There's a a lot of advertisements for it um, on the Home Run Derby, on all the sports channels. And I love it. Monsters, Inc. is never enough for me. I think it's one of the best movies ever. And the fact that they're going to, like, snowball and, like, maybe they make this, like, little short movie vibe. I didn't even look into it. Sounds great. Love the commercials. Can't wait to watch. Also, lastly, on my, yeah, this is kind of sports related, but Vanessa Hudgens is apparently dating Cole Tucker, a uh, baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they kind of have just recently gone Instagram official. I'm sure if you love her, then you've already seen that. It just brought, came up to me um, within the last few hours, and I was like, oh my god, Ham, what do we think? And he was laughing, and he was like, add them to the list of all the celeb couples that you love or sports couples, and I was like, no one will ever, 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 ever touch Kendall and Devin. Like, I was listening to this podcast this morning by Comments by Celebs, who are my actual queens. Like, I was thinking about it, and when I think of queens, like, there's there's three, technically, but two. Morgan Stewart and the Comments by Celeb Girls. They are on a silver platter for me. And the Comments by Celeb Girls made a really interesting point today, talking about Kendall and Devin. Like, the fact that Kendall is actually dating the star of the NBA right now, just, like, is amazing. Like, we'd love to see it. I could ramble about that all day. Okay, let's segue into some Bravo. So, Salt Lake City, Housewives of Salt Lake City, yes, is officially back coming in September. Um, They are just kind of wrapping up filming now. I'm seeing Meredith Marks traveling all over the place, which makes me think that the season has fully wrapped. So excited for September. Oh my God, obviously we have so many questions with this whole Jen Shaw drama and what's going down. Apparently we're getting a new housewife. Her name's Jenny. um, And I think Lisa Barlow is going to be the one that's introducing her. So fucking excited for Salt Lake. Um, also rumor has it that apparently Ramona is going to be cut out of next season from Rahoni on, um, New York. Ramona has obviously been an icon of the franchise for so long. Um, and recently people have been writing in saying that Rahoni needs a reboot. I feel like they kind of tried to do a reboot when they got rid of, um, Sonia and they didn't get rid of Sonia. They got rid of, um, Dorinda and they added Ebony and the season is not going the way that, um, Bravo really anticipated at all. People are not happy about it. I love Ebony. I would be so glad to have her back, but apparently Ramona's getting cut. That's the rumor. I've heard the rumor before. I think it might be time, but who knows? I feel like the Housewives franchises right now, they're either like really doing hot, like Beverly Hills, or they're tanking like Orange County. So need to uh, get Bravo on that apparently. Okay, so I caught up on the newest um, Housewives of Beverly Hills episode that was last week. You know, got to catch up on some things. Um, my summary of the episode was a lot of Sutton crying, Harry Hamlin cooking, and then Kyle having a, the most chic Christmas card of all time. 
Um, Harry Hamlin hosted a bolognese night at their house. He did all the shopping. He did all the decorating. He literally set the table. He did the cooking. It was pure fabulousness. Um, the girls walk in and they ask Harry, oh my God, did Lisa do this? And he basically goes, no, Lisa didn't do shit. Love to see it. The fact that Lisa's like calling his tacky ass pool, doing all whatever. He has his garden. He's setting the table. She's living life. Like I just am into their dynamic. I know I'm going to get some backlash. I know people really fucking hate Lisa, Lisa Rinna, but I stand by her and I'm sorry. Um, Sutton and Crystal, this whole thing is blown way out of proportion. I literally feel like I'm in the panty gate again, the dog, apple panty, green dog, whatever the fuck that was called. It's just time to move on. Like straight up. We next week, AKA in two nights on Wednesday's episode, we need to move on from this. Like I cannot deal with it anymore, but, um, it looks like we're heading into the COVID season and more news is going to happen with Erica Jane. She's like crying in the previews about some lawsuits. So it might be time that the hammer's coming down on Erica and Tom. And I'm so excited about that. So stay tuned. Um, and we'll recap Wednesday's episode on Friday's episode. Okay. Um, in some bachelor news, um, we missed nothing on last night's episode. Like I said, I was just bouncing between bachelor and home run derby. I was, I've been tweeting a lot on the bachelor. Um, and I'm really trying to start the motion to get the bachelor stylist, Carrie Fetman fired. Um, not actually, he just driving me crazy. Katie's Gosh darn it, I freaking hate when it cuts me off mid-sentence. Yes, I am actively on Twitter trying to get Carrie Fetman fired. Not actually, I just like started a tweet and I got some likes and I'm here for it. He blows. Okay, Katie's hair and makeup from this last episode were so mortifying with the crimping of the hair and the whole 80s look. It was just like, Katie, I'm so sorry. When she's standing up there next to Caitlin and Tasha looking like bombshells, Katie looks like the little sister that just is like getting drug along to all the events. Like, it's so sad, I understand, but it's also like, you need to help America like the lead and also help these guys fall in love with the lead. And when she's dressed like a frumpy 80 year old next to these fucking bombshells, it's not helping anyone. Um, there was a scene in last night's episode where Tasha like came in and delivered the date card and the guys are like drooling over her. She like gives her signature giggle and then walks out and these guys are mesmerized. Like, duh, why wouldn't she be? And like, they're like, oh shit, back to Katie, like the one we're trying to fall in love with. Anyway, that's that's just my thoughts. I know it's bitchy. I'm so sorry. But this is segueing into the fact that Tasha and Caitlin are going to be hosting Michelle's season. Michelle's season is going to start any day now, I think like within the next couple of weeks. Um, and we know this because Caitlin put something up along the lines of like, I'm sad. I'm going to have to say goodbye to my dogs for a few weeks. And you know, the fucking trolls out there went down the rabbit hole and they figured it out and boom, they're hosting. I don't know where it's filming. I'll fall follow up on that though. Um, I just like justice for Michelle, right? I really wanted Michelle to have a real host and to get the full experience, but it's okay. Um, I get that Tasha and Caitlin did Katie's season, so they feel like they need to, you know, be fair and do Michelle's. One thing I will say is I'm glad that they already have um, Katie's season under their belt. So like maybe they're a little more seasoned. They have, they'll be a little more poised, have just like a better all around season with Michelle. Again, could not love Michelle more, hoping that she's getting a killer batch of men. Um, I'm really excited to see that all go down, but just like justice for a new stylist. If Michelle is getting styled by Carrie, like we have issues. Also, just quickly on this topic, there was a Reddit thread yesterday because everyone on Reddit fully agrees with me, fuck Carrie the stylist. Um, they basically started this thread. It was like, in the off chance that anyone from ABC is reading this thread, let's post some clothes, brands, designs that we would love to see Michelle in. And I was like upvoting the shit out of that. I think that's such an epic idea. If anyone knows anyone from ABC or The Bachelor or franchise, please tell them to go read our Reddit thread because like there are some hot dresses that Michelle would slay. Okay, that's what I'm gonna say on that. Okay, um, Kardashian time. So we need to segue into a few things here. Just first and foremost, I need more. 
um, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and say it. I need more from the Kardashians. I'm feeling left out that now that we're getting on the show. So if Andy could host like a monthly reunion, that'd be epic. I would love that because there's things that we are not getting answers on. Speaking of, we need fucking answers. So on Sunday, Khloe Kardashian posted a bikini pic of herself. I think it was a bikini pic. Anyway, Lamar basically comments hottie with some red hearts and some fire emojis. Okay, great. We know Lammy still loves Khloe. No biggie. Hours pass. Fucking Tristan comments some hearts also. Okay, Tristan didn't need that. Then Tristan decides to respond to Lamar. Quote, God brought you back the first time. Play how you want. Different results. I'm so fucking sorry, Tristan. In what world did you think that was okay or appropriate? Someone tell me that. Absolutely batshit. God brought you back the first time. Play if you want different results. Tristan, fuck off. Hey, Tristan, fuck you. Fuck off. Tristan, fuck off. That's what I want to say. Fuck off. Like, what are you doing? So to break this down, sirens went off in Tristan's head when he saw Lamar's comment Sirens go off because, oh my God, God forbid someone show affection toward his girl that he's cheated on a hundred times, right? This is a pure comment out of Tristan's bruised ego. Nothing about this comment was protective of Chloe, supportive of Chloe, team Chloe, none of that. For someone who's been trying to win the family back for so long, commenting this is absolutely batshit. So fucking crazy. I cannot believe he thought that this was like kosher in any realm. The Kardashians don't stoop to this level. They don't get in comment fights. They don't do things like this. So the fact that Tristan's over here just like ruining everyone and like laying the, the Kardashian name down like Tristan, again, fuck off. Like, please seriously go away and never come back. Like, leave us alone. The other thing is just, like, America loves Lamb, okay? We saw them fall in love back in, oh God, I don't even know when. Chloe and Lamar were soulmates. Chloe stuck by his side through everything. Chloe filed for divorce and the whole Tristan thing went down. I mean, um, Lamar thing went down in Vegas with the drugs and the strip club and he was in the hospital. Chloe removed the divorce from that. She literally pulled back the paperwork and was like, I can't get divorced while this guy's doing this. Okay, Chloe has a fucking heart of steel, heart of gold. And we love Lamar, like just straight up. All we know from Tristan is that he cheats on her and there's nothing tangible for us to like about him. It's really, really annoying that he's commenting these things and I'm fucking done with Tristan. Like literally, aside from Jamie Spears, you are the worst person. Okay, need to move off of that. So then the other thing that went down with the Kardashians um, is the fact that there was a little girl rapper. I think she's like literally seven or eight. Her name's Lele. She had a play date with Northwest um, last week. She came over to the West's house. North was really excited to hang with her. Kim was like, yeah, yeah, do your thing, hang. They decided to do like a little TikTok dance. No biggie, Kim said yes. A few days later, the footage of this TikTok dance that North did with this girl, Lele, somehow got turned into a music video. Music video got released on Instagram. Northwest's face is literally fucking everywhere all over it. Northwest is the star of this music video. So naturally, Kim's team reached out to Lele's parents and were like, hey, could you take this video down? Didn't provide consent. Now there's this whole back and forth going on about like what's right, what's wrong, who... who can't believe that the West reached out to her. Can you believe this? Okay, here's the fucking deal. Kim said, yes, North, you can have a play date with this girl. This girl comes over, they do their dance, whatever. Kim said, you can do a TikTok and like didn't, I don't know, we don't know the context of like if she was allowed to post it or what the deal was, but they were doing dances. Nowhere in that did Lele's parents say, hey, she's going to do a music video. We're going to record some footage. There was nothing along those lines. So when the video goes up and Kim reaches out and says like, hey, can you take this down? Everyone's like, well, what the fuck? So turns out it wasn't actually Kim that reached out. It was Tracy Romulus, who is the head of all the KKW beauty brands and all of the things under Kim's belt. She reached out and basically was like, here's the deal. 
she they had the play date happened. There was no consent. There was nothing that we learned that this video was going to go out. Northwest is eight years old. She doesn't have a social media presence. She doesn't have any say in what's going on. So yes, we need to take this down. There was no heads up from to Kim or Kanye that this was going to happen, right? She's eight years old. They didn't give consent. Absolutely has a perfect right to ask them to take this down. Um, some people are like, oh, it's because North isn't compensated. No, it's because they didn't know that this was fucking happening at the play date, man. Like if I got recorded at someone's house and it went viral and I didn't get consent, I'd be just as pissed. So I'm team Kim on this. Like I'm just going to go ahead and say that if you have any backlash, hit me. I don't care. That's what I'm going to say on the Kardashians for this week. Only other thing I want to say about this episode is, or this week, um, going to finish too hot to handle probably tonight or tomorrow. I'll give a full recap of that. Um, and I'll see you next week for actually, I'll see you later this week for another episode and we'll follow up on all of these stories. Okay. Have a fabulous week.